By the way, guys, because I'm super smart, uh, I forgot to turn the audio levels back on, so now they're actually on, and people can hear me talk. <laughs> so we, yeah, we kind of do it. <laughs> High fives. High fives all around. I'm the best. I'm the best. Slow cap. It's okay. It's okay. Slow clap. Do you, do you think I need to restart? <laughs> Probably. Sure. But yeah, let's, let's, let's do it again. It's Rewind the tape. You are the slobberiest orgy ever. Okay, so let's restart and go. Welcome, everyone, to episode 36 of the Game World Play Itself podcast. It's a Sunday fun day. I'm Will McKellar, aka La Team Maker, and joining me, as always, is James Atkinson. Hi, I didn't screw up this time. <laughs> are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and also joining us, it's the other fans of the, of the show, it's Hergelman. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And Doggy. Doggy and, and our special guest, Audrey, Beyonce Hepburn, the Corgi. And, you know, we might also have another special guest if he if he turns up, if he's about. You know, we can get him in in a little bit. But if you want to see more doggies, if you want to see more videos, you know, help us out a little bit, better equipment, all that stuff. We do have a patron, and it's at patreon.com forward slash DGWPIS. If you want to help us out you can do it's not compulsory you know you can do it if you want but any any help you can do would be fantastic for us and that's the shilling done uh we've got our usual news we've got a what i've been playing and shout outs you know when you can find us so let's get on with it um yeah so the first big thing is firmware 4.50 you know we're talking about this last week got the hard drive I bought the hard drive, which is nice, but I bought the one what, wrong one to begin with. So I had to go back and get a new one, one without a hub built in, which is a smarter idea on my part. <laughs> you know? um, there is a couple of bits with it. That's the problem. Uh, basically, you can only put games on there. You can't put your game saves on there. You can't put any captured it on there. So you, you just have to have games on there. And you can't use a hub. I know some people are saying, yeah, well, I have a power tub and it works okay on the PS4. I bought one. It was playing silly buggers, so I've had to do a bit of jigging about with having headsets and chargers on and so forth for my controllers. But, yeah, I mean, after like two days worth of downloading stuff and putting it back onto my system, it's all good, ready to go. So, uh, James, you were saying you weren't too fussed about it. No, I, like I said, I'm used to down. Uh... I'm used to downloading and re-downloading games and deleting things, and it just never really bothered me because of how much I rotate through games. I, I just, like, if it's I'm playing it, I install it, it's on there, it's good to go. If it's not there, I delete it off, and it's just not a big deal to me. See, that's the weird thing with the PC. Do you do with a PC? I'm like yourself on that. I'm just, there's a few games on my PC that I'm able to that I'll just go onto, you know, Steam and just uninstall when I'm done with them. But because it's console, <laughs> because at times it, it takes fucking ages to actually download it all, I want it there. I don't know whether it's it's more of a case of because I just want my collection there and then, just in case something happens to it compared to what Steam. I don't know, but it's weird. It's a weird dichotomy that I'm not too fussed with it on PC, whereas compared to console, <coughs> it's, it's a weird thing. Uh, so next, uh, yeah, um, this one I believe is a James story. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect came out on live, uh, or like the ten at the tower trial, which is basically the first three hours of the story mission before you start getting to put to spoiler territory, uh, or basically anything that they've shown you already in any of the trailers. And then you can play the rest. You can play multiplayer if you want. Um, I haven't touched multiplayer yet because it's a multiplayer aspect to a single player MMO or a single player RPG experience. How well do those usually work out? Anybody play the Mass Effect multiplayer? Anybody? Bueller? Apparently it's been pretty decent. Um Coming from some of the people I tend to hang around, but uh, I don't know about I don't know about this game's multiplayer. But I know that Mass Effect 3's multiplayer was actually pretty uh, pretty solid. Right, and uh, well, 
yeah, it, I've I've played a bit of it, and I think the the story element is about the uh, the face the faces of the game, if I'm not mistaken, uh, about how like the first part of the game, people are doing weird things, like like really bug eyed or like really like lips moving in weird directions and not talking right. Basically, all the human characters, most of the aliens are fine because you know alien biology and blah blah blah. You can get away with it by setting its alien features. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly it. Going, wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been getting out of cryostasis. I, I mean, there's there's two ways there. Bish, how you doing? Uh, it's, it's not really ungodly. It's about noon for us and, like, what, five o'clock for you? Uh, four. four o'clock at four. Four. Right, 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 because we're back. We're back an hour. Yep. But, um, he decides to catch up with us. Well, right not now. back an hour, I should say. I like to look at it this way. So remember, it, it's it's supposedly the facial expressions in Mass Effect get better the deeper into the game you get. So um, if you want, some, there's two ways for you to fix it. All right, one is you turn the helmets on in the settings. Mm. Right, you just turn the helmets on. So whenever they're like, they're just in their helmets, and there you go. The second way is to just remember this: Alec Ryder. Is just come out of a 600-year cryostasis. A writer, I should say. Alex, your dad. But, but the character you play, writer, just came out of 600-year cryostasis. The re- Since you, you are playing him as his point of view, the drugs haven't gotten its way out of the systems yet, so he's having mild hallucinations, and that's why everybody's faces are all screwed up. He's just hallucinating. <laughs> well, you can say, because the way he was talking, he's like, because oh, his, his faces need to warm up because it's, it's still a bit frozen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, are you sure you can get away with that? But what about their dialogue? Is, it, is that also, you can say that as well because of the way, it he, feels, the way his brain is trying to process it? It feels a little forced uh, at times. Um, but at, as, as we and you were talking about, Will, a little earlier, mm. like, it's a space opera right yeah sometimes space operas especially when you're having like these large grandiose scale uh space operas like some of the dialogue is going to fall a little bit and some of it's going to be good uh the big thing you have to remember here is that like i can tell it and I'm, I'm pulling up the image of it right now uh i can show you another the world space opera <laughs> yeah, yes the world but this is this is another space opera what uh, had stilted dialogue, but yet is a fan favorite of most. And um, there it is right there on the I screen. I don't recognize that title. You don't recognize that title? No, no. no I, it must be something really indie. Yeah, it's pretty indie. It's old school. It's definitely very retro. <laughs> very retro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I vaguely know it. Yeah. So, you know, a space opera with some stilted dialogue and um, even some weird facial expressions at some point in times, too. So, uh, but <laughs> that one that 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 tended to do pretty well uh, over over time. So, granted, but we like just not able to shoot right in in Mass Effect, <laughs> or are they able to hit you? The, that's the thing. The um, no, the enemies can't hit you. And I have to say, by far, like when you're like not dealing with the story elements, the combat is probably the most fun I've had in any Mass Effect. Um, it's it's a like room three was kind of like it felt like a Gears game. Run to cover, hit the wall, hit the button to hit cover, look over, shoot. The cover system is very organic, and it's very fast-paced. Like, you, because with this jump jet, the fact that you can jump up and then dash, and, like, you you can dash into cover with it, there's just so much more freedom of movement that, like, flanking maneuvers and stuff can happen so fast because you can just sit there and all of a sudden, like, you jump in the air and then all of a sudden you jump jet over to cover and then, boom, you're in cover and you're already flanking the enemy. And once you get your combos set up, like being able to like throw a, light people on fire and then explode it or have one of your allies explode it, it it feels like a normal skirmish where like three and some of the older Mass Effects, they felt like long drawn out firefights. Like in a Mass Effect Andromeda fi- a sequence of combat is over in about 15 to 20 seconds. But it feels like a chaotic like you can plan set up your guys then combat hits everything goes out the window and you have to improvise it and then once you've got to improvise down and then boom it's done and you're like wow that just really just happened and to me it's more enjoyable 
So would you say it would set up for more sort of here's one area like kill zone area, a kill zone area, boom boom, you know, battle done. Next one, oh look, here we go again, same thing. So, in little blocks before the next big piece of story, or does it, from what you've played so far, um, split between it? You know, give it a bit of variety. Well, the air, they dropped us down on the first planet, Eos, yeah. and it was like, okay, uh, base is fucked. It's not compatible. Let's figure out what happened to the base. You know, all of a sudden, set piece, story piece. Oh, here come the bad guys. Clear them out. Get get your uh, get your Mako 2.0 because it is the Mako 2.0. It's let's put it this way: I I play the game on mouse and keyboard. I drive with a controller. Because the sensitivity is lower on the controller, so I can I can handle it. So you've actually got to make her working though this time. Yes, exactly. we know how bad it was in the first one. But um, <laughs> they kind of throw you onto the planet, and there's different markers and objectives that you can find, and they basically all right. Here's your three story objectives, uh, but also there's like other quests that have you jump in there, and you can kind of like you know, one of them was just like. A guy is like his a guy's brother died on the planet, and he want and he had and they both had like two medallions, and he wanted his medallion to be where his brother passed away on the planet, and it was just climb up this side of this cliff where his brother died and put the medallion there. There's no combat, no nothing, just that was hmm. it. Nice little sentimental story bit. He just you know it's, and I did Bellas through a lot of the main story, real fast, but it seems like with. With mass, with this game, like any Mass Effect game, it's the meat of this game is going to be about exploring and finding out about what the world that they built for you. Man, we've been playing a lot of open world exploration games lately, and I feel like I've been saying this a lot, but uh, it seems yeah, like it that's is. the way it's go. Especially because, like you know, you have like your main set pieces, and you're like, okay, we know there's going to be a fight here, or sometimes there's a puzzle to discover. Um, but uh, what I can say is, get used to scanning everything. Because that's how you get R&D points to create gear. Um, and then get used to just talk to everybody. Because you'll get throwaway lines that will end up becoming, like, quests later on. That's the thing with the open world stuff. I mean, if you look at the stuff we've been we've been playing of late, we're streaming of late. You know, we've got Red Dead there. We've got Rise of the Tomb Raider with Geo. I mean that's fairly open still. Uh, we've got and you, Mad Max. Horizon, yeah, Horizon, Mad Max, you know, Mafia Three. So we've got a load of that. Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, with you, Chris, as well. We also have had um, Subnautica. Uh, Subnautica. No Man's Sky. Hmm. I haven't been streaming No Man's Sky though. But you've been playing it, and I know you've been yes. playing it. So. Well, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. So it's like we, we're doing a lot of open world stuff at the moment, so it's going to be a lot of things. Um, Bish asks, though, has open world has its day? I was starting to think yes until Horizon Zelda. Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, there's a lot of it's like a lot of post-apocalyptic open world too, because Zelda was very much a kind of a post-apocalyptic open yes. world game. Their focus was a lot less on like the magic of things and that there is technology so far advanced that you don't understand it. That was their whole shtick with this Zelda. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's had this day. I mean, it will certainly rear up again, big time when Red Dead Redemption Two comes out. Oh, open world is is it's going nowhere. The just the sheer use of it is is far too strong in a in a game. Um, open world is pretty much never going to die if anything it's just going to get more prominent the one thing i will say though is ubisoft need to change their open world strategy because the cookie cutter thing they're doing has got me really fucking bored use the same map of... <laughs> not really the same map as such basically what it what it does is it you go to a part of the map you go to like a watchtower of any sort to try and unlock the little small area you find bits in that area like collectibles to do you go through that next bit that then may unlock a story mission to do it yeah they, they turn it into a formula yeah and it's and they just it needs what to be they need to do with 
what they need to do with like some of the collectible bits is change the collectibles from one area to the next change something different for it at least you know because in, that's one of the big things that's put me off of um of wildlands it's just this, they're doing the same bit you have to unlock stuff to get through to the main mission and it's just yeah it, it's ad nauseum and i think we've passed that hey punisher um, and, and hello i i think you agree like i think well i metal gear I think would be a great open world game. The problem is, we we've talked that to death. Uh, Hato Kojima, Konami, butting heads, just not giving a shit about the project anymore because he's being fired. Uh, I think that's the problem with that ish that game. Um, but to speak on what Will was talking about with like the formula, uh, as somebody who played around, Horizon kind of followed that bit of that formula. There was like climb the tall neck to unlock the map to see where collectibles and stuff is but speaking on chris about the organic experience it didn't feel like that's what i had to do i could get lost in just exploring that world organically and coming upon this stuff i didn't have to feel like i'm tasking myself to do this and also the fact that it littered the world with such interesting creatures and the fact that like traveling was dangerous in that game like, you just, you could fast travel, but just walking from, like, a camp to another camp was dangerous. And, like, you know, you couldn't just, like, walk down the trail because all of a sudden this huge metal monster will pop up out of nowhere and start attacking you. Like, it, those kind of moments made me feel like I was in a live world that was out to trying to get me. And I needed to find ways around this. And it made you think about where you're going, how you're going to get there. And am I going to do this? Does this quest pop up here that I maybe want to go into? And I think that kind of creation and also a good story driving you to get to those story missions will help you kind of overlook some of the formulaic design yeah, because even even with like a bit of Far Cry, you can buy you maps. You, you can buy maps for all that bit. So it's like you, you know, it's so you can you can look for treasure if you want. You can look for the bits that you need. That you, you can do you know off the beaten path, but then it gives you that choice of doing that, where you can just stumble across them and go, "Oh, I was looking for this." Just uh, to week, answer your question, yeah, just just this week. I was going to say week. to answer your question. <laughs> But yeah, um, like, an organic flow for the open world is really important, and I'm uh, playing through uh, Syndicate. It's not organic at all. It's it's very artificial feeling. And, like, the best thing that I do to make those games feel better is I avoid those points, like the plague. I just don't go up onto the towers, and I don't do the scans. I just go and I do everything on my own without it. And there's always an inclination for it to go. Hey, you should go. You should go check out that. The game is always like, hey, look, look, it's the eagle spot. Look, go use your eyes. No, I don't want to. No, you should. You should go do that. And it just, it's, it's. Ah. So I get it with uh with with Ubisoft doing that. And they they definitely need to make it more organic. Or, or here's the thing. More importantly have things that pass you through regions more organically too like instead of having a path like if you if you can just go anywhere at any point period end of story then there's there's almost too much freedom in a sense but like if there's something directing you like let's say um with uh far cry there's a band of mercenaries or, or, or whatever you're fighting in, in the particular instance. Um, and they are moving through this one territory and there's clearly no way you can defeat them immediately. Not, not, not as it stands. But it guides you loosely around them towards something that can help you get there. Something that has some level of direction giving that isn't just a waypoint because that's something that is very reliant on a lot of games are waypoints and not a lot of path choices. Yeah. 
And Which, I, I don't know if Horizon Zero Dawn has that, because I haven't watched your playthrough, because I want to play the game for myself. I don't want to get spoils. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that's, that's my reaction as well. It's like I just don't. I just I'm, I'm avoiding people's streams. It's like I, I watched a bit of James's playthrough, like the first hour. So yeah, the first hour or so is, is like a perfectly fine amount to watch because you're not going to spoil any major pieces. Yeah, you're going to spoil oh, no. the first hour. When of I the start game. playing, I'm now going to know what happens when I start playing. <laughs> oh, a tragedy! Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, I I, I, I I can understand that perfectly, mate. I'm doing the same thing. So, uh, I I've seen it bits of things later on, but the 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 partial side quest stuff, and I wasn't really paying attention to it. So it's just, but when you start getting into story, it's like no, 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 no close, quick, close. <laughs> it's it's almost as if you're getting caught watching porn. You know, you, you try to move that fast, just cut Pretty it much, off yeah. quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's, that's pretty much the, yeah with anything you don't want spoiled you just kind of porn close it <sighs> then will i be avoiding the mass effect andromeda streams as well Ooh, that's a good question that's, i don't think i'll be avoiding them i don't particularly care because i'm not get i'm i'm gonna hold off on andromeda until after rest i'm just frustrated at the facial animations because as someone who has a degree in animation why? Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be playing it. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Um, this is what we were discussing during the Sunday service earlier. Is it sounds like the team that originally did the first three are not the ones working on Andromeda. They're working no, on they're a not. secret project. They're doing something different. Yeah. So that could be why the animations are off compared to the others. That's not but, an excuse. <laughs> not an excuse not an excuse you're a triple a company you have the resources to find good animators you could go to any animation school find the best animator and go you work for me for cheap and they will because they're ea and they're bioware and to be devil's advocate and actually agree with yourself on that but why then why didn't they if they saw this was happening why didn't they just get people that worked on it before to go this is how you'll do why you're doing it wrong this is why it's gone wrong do this why didn't they uh, why didn't somebody say the same thing to uh hello games for uh no man's sky when they saw it going wrong but they were still being pushed to push it out ea says we promised the game well that was sony sony promised it yeah but i'm saying for for them for for mass effect they're saying well here's the thing they also went on record saying there will be no patch there will be no fix like And it's, and the, the comment you said about um, the animation getting better as the game goes on, that that is a very obvious indicator that the person who was working on it did not have enough experience to begin with, and that's that was the case. That's what it seems. Um, if memory serves, they hired on uh, a professional cosplayer who doesn't have animation experience as the lead animator. <laughs> memory serves, because that's what uh, that's what I was. That's what Tuck and I were talking about yesterday in the chat. It sounds like they started out with some of the work experience and they went, hang on, <laughs> we shouldn't have put them on there. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, unless the person was just there for, for acting reference, mm. which in, in that case, that's perfectly fine. But like... It looks like they also said that it's not going to get fixed with a day one patch. Yeah. So it will be coming. It's just later on. Okay. So so out. yeah, I I ended up getting cliff notes for for their reaction. So it's not like I was looking. I was I wasn't digging super deep. I was just frustrated that I didn't. They didn't hire. Yeah. Uh, so so the exact one is day, at day one. No, that ship has sailed. We have more patches later on, but when exactly it goes into them is still in discussion. Was was okay. The... So it's them dancing around the topic. True. Yep. Oh, hold on. I gotta. I gotta close the door. One second. No worries. We'll use that as a segue to opening another door on another news story, which we which we looked at. It's and it's down to PS Now, uh, the Sony's game streaming service. You know, to try and rival Game Pass from Xbox, they are including very soon PS4 games as part of this. 
so basically, like with the current set of PS3 games, PlayStation Now's PS4 titles will be playable on PS4 and Windows PC with cloud saves, allowing you to resume your progress should you switch between platforms. Um, they will also say that PS4 games will not require a separate subscription, but will be included, which is nice, which is how they should do. Um, but it hasn't said what games will be available at launch. Uh, it's just they're just uh, saying that 483 PS3 titles are on there. So, um, but it's saying the service has only so far been revealed for US, not the UK. So we're going to have to wait as usual. I'll tell you is how this access? Uh, PlayStation Now. <laughs> The PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my... but the, th- <laughs> the thing is, though, Punisher, saying it should be free, it, that's like saying that Game Pass from Xbox should be free as well, and it's like a separate service. So I can see why they're charging for it. It's just a case of it. If they're charging a monthly fee, then at least you know, if you're willing to buy it, are they doing discounts the same as Xbox if you want to buy the full game? Anybody using PS4? Let us know. Or PS4, uh, PS Now? Let us know. Mm. Uh, I have I have a contact who who who, who is a, a Sony a Sony tryhard. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know. I'll, we'll talk I'll about this Sony tryhard. Yes, do that. Then let us know. We can get back to you on it. Looking at you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, on the news again, it's back to James because uh, James. I've got some more news about Horizon. I've been trying to help Will out with the news. I know, right? I have stories. I um, the It was a short little blurb that came out on Forbes, but uh, uh, Horizon Dawn Zero Dawn has shipped over 2 million units. Uh, and it's been, I think, widely seen as successful uh, in the critics' eyes and, and, and a lot of things. So we've also heard some rumors that they're going to be pushing out some more story for the game at some point. Um, the uh, gorilla is very happy with however it, the game has been received. I think critically, I wouldn't say it's a critical darling. I don't know if it's a game of the year contender, uh, especially with the way Zelda went. I think that's the front runner now. But uh, yeah, gorilla is very pleased. They've talked about in the in, in the coming months probably some story bits coming down from the game. We'll probably see it in DLC, uh, but. I think, you know, when you get about 40 to 50 hours out of an open world game, you know, if it's a little bit cheaper to get some DLC, some story, then I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the Witcher stuff, and hopefully they will do DLC as expansive as that was, then that's going to be a bargain. Also, Horizon Zero Dawn, facial animations done right. (laughs) Really done well. (laughs) Except the kid. The kid's face is slightly uh, off. Uncanny, and I think it's yeah, her that's eyes that's are too small. Uncanny Valley, a little bit on the kid. Uh, the kid, right? When when she when she was when uh, let let's do a starting spoiler, right? When Aloy is six years old, okay, because you do play a little bit of that. She looks a bit like one of my fr- uh, friend's daughters when she was six, and I looked at him and went, "Holy crap!" But even turned this to Rob, and Rob's like, "Nah." Yeah, but he, Nah, I don't. Nah, let, let's have a look. And he went, "Fucking hell, you're right, lads." <laughs> <laughs> so they really did that well in that respect. They did the the, the, the graphic graphically for, face, for faces is really, really good in my opinion. It's a pretty nah. game. It's very pretty. Um, uh, if 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 I were to before we move on to the actual stuff, actually, mm-hmm. we might as well move in. We'll segue into it. Let's talk about what we've yep. been playing, and I'll talk about what I've been playing because I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Beat it. Done. Locked it away. Um, done. Done. Uh, all 25 episodes. It ended at 25 episodes. So, like, the the player of me and also the completionist in me was happy it ended at a nice number. <laughs> just just kind of rounded off at the 25. Good to know. But the other thing, I, re- I have to say, the things that the game does really, really well is... is um audio it, the the audio for it just kind of the organic feel of the game and the soundtrack and the graphics soundtrack the soundtrack is beautiful in that game and especially in the later stages when things start getting darker because the, the game really has this the dark the story behind of what happened before has this deep dark subtle undertones of like what happened 
and it's just really kind of as you find these things out as things keep moving on it just gets more and more just very deep and very heavy and the score really kind of fills that out so uh, if you haven't played it and you're going to play it uh, I can recommend it as somebody who has spent who played about what 30 hours of it uh, through to beat the story uh, if you are not sure about it uh, we have a ton of wonderful videos on the YouTube where you can actually watch it I do it commentary free uh, mainly because uh, in a game like that I don't want to ruin the story and um, I can't I can't recommend it enough uh, really it's a great game especially if you like those sci-fi things uh, what other games I've been playing I have a lot to talk about uh, <laughs> I streamed Borderlands 2 with Chris uh, we're mm-hmm. slowly and uh, Doggo and Doggo and Gra- Gary. Gary was the other guy for a little while, right? Um, I I don't know. Someone else. It was the psycho who joined in. It was the class. <laughs> he not, he just wasn't a literal psycho. I, I think it was Gary. King Great Gary or something like that. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. Uh, we've been doing a little bit more of that. Also, League. Chris has started me playing some League. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just don't know. It's League. <laughs> so, uh, and then also Mass Effect. I, I have Andromeda, and where everybody else is like, the facial animations. I'm gonna play it. I'm excited for it. I bought it on uh, the deluxe version and EA Access because EA Access made it cheaper to buy the deluxe version of the game and EA Access than to just have buy the game outright. I still saved like five bucks and was able to play a little bit of it ahead of time. So that was will fun. You streaming it. Will I will be streaming it. Comment- commentary less streaming, or are you going to put your 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 dulcet tones on it? Uh, I think it it depends if people show up. If people show up, I will talk to them. If nobody shows up, it'll be commentary free because I'm not going to talk over the game just to hear my own voice. I can I I edit enough of these shows and I listen to enough of the podcast that I don't need to hear my own voice enough. Uh, but yeah, those are pretty much everything that I've been playing. Okay, I'll I'll jump in next and uh, say what I've been playing. Um. And it's kind of a bit like yourself. I mean, I've I started uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Was it Tuesday? Monday? It was Monday night or Tuesday? I'm up to about level nineteen now, and I enjoy it. But I went back yesterday, and I was I was, I was kind of struggling a little bit with it to get into it properly. And it just to be it just. I don't know. I don't know if it was, it was trying to get into the story or not that I was struggling with, because I, I didn't really do much of the story yesterday. I was trying to do collectibles and and sort of side stuff because yeah, I'm going for it like Witcher Three. How remember when I was streaming Witcher Three and you saw me go look for the missions? I saw like the level numbers and then going through the lowest one and then working my way up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I'm doing that same thing. And one of the things I've been wanting to avoid is the Hunter Lodge mission. Yes, I avoided those like the plague. Now, I'm hearing you don't have to get the gold on them. You can do like the bronze bit. And it, but it's still, it's still like, it's like, I just, I just know. I just, to me, they don't fit in the game. You know, it, it kind of feels like they, they put them in there as like almost like a score chase. You know, to try and get that, to just put something like that in there. And to me, I just don't think they fit. Um, story-wise, I I've opened up a bit. I've, I'm so I'm on my way to again a city. Okay, I'm not going to say be too too sort of in your face with what this, uh, uh, a spoiler of it. But I'm on my way to the city, a, a city that they're on about in there. And so, um, some of the beast fights, some of the beast fights are tough. Yeah. I, I, it surprised me still how, how bad it was. I mean, you, you can get some things to help you along the way, and then you have to be strategic and remember this sort of stuff. So you can't really go full sort of first-person shooter style and just balls out, you know. 
because you just you just die easily on that because the some of the, the creatures can kill you in like two three hits if you don't remember to use your health so it's is it my game of the year yet is it is it there to replace um resident evil 7 as a game of the year contender for me not yet now that may change because i've been hearing gina and you say, you know, say, oh, you've got to, you've got to get through the story. I want to talk to you about this. I want to do this. And this is, and this is it's a case of, yeah, well, I'm trying. I'm getting, trying to get through it. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's a big game. I mean, I'm what? Coming up for 20 hours already. And I'm, a, I'm I don't think I've, I've hit halfway in terms of the story at all. I think I've hit maybe what? Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, so yeah, I'm. I'm I'm gonna play more of it. I'm gonna possibly play more of it after this podcast because I was wanting to play a bit more. So yeah, hopefully I'll get through some of it, a lot, of, some of it, if not a lot of it, this week. Um, I also played another new game this week. Um, finally, my mate Steve, who is a developer, games developer for some some news coming in the next possibly couple of months. We can talk about it, talk talk to him about it. Uh, a game called Sanctum. Now it's like a tower defense game. But what it is, is you have this grid that you, you can place blocks and cubes on, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, in these cubes, you can place weapons like um, miniguns, you can drones. So you have anti it, it feels a bit like a pixel junk monsters in terms of its style of how you do it. Because you have way, waves of these oncoming monsters. They have to go to like this portal and try to destroy it. So you have to defend that. Now, the way you can build the grid up, you can build it up so you can have, like, a a killing alley. So you can you can funnel them through. So you can have all these machine guns and things piling onto them. Now, But some of the actual creatures, you can't hit them dead on. So you have to uh, move behind them. And in terms of difficulty, if you go for higher difficulty, then they actually come at you. Rather than just trying to get to the portal bit. So it really, really can kick the crap out of you. Um... I mean, the first time we failed miserably on it, <laughs> but then we tried it again and we actually worked out what we do because there was um there's a map where it splits you up. So you have a section, your mate who's on there has a section to deal with. And yeah, it, it can be quite tactical because you don't fully know what wave you're getting, whether you're getting completely aerial or mixture of both aerial and ground. It looks quite good for a... a, a you know, a tower defense game that's it's not too not too great in terms of graphics, but the second one apparently is even better. I do so, believe I have both of them. Yeah. See, I mean, if we, we want to do it at some point, we can do a, a, a dual stream of that. It's not a problem. Yep, I have both of them. Excellent. Cool. So that's a game we can do for a potential stream. Yes. Um, Right, what else did I play? I played some more Mafia 3, but I wasn't too happy with Mafia 3 because it's getting to that point where El Waste said to me, I will hate the game after a while. And I can kind of, I can see why. Because it's, again, it, it feels, even though it's not Ubisoft, it's a cookie cutter almost in terms of um, collectibles. Even though there's a glitch on one collectible that I can't actually get. Now, I don't know whether it's down to whether I have to unlock this bit in terms of a mission or you know it's just there but i just can't get into it at the moment because the doorway is just not showing up so i'd have to look at that and go back but yeah the reason i, I wasn't happy with it was i did sort of little side bits to unlock the next sort of mini boss in the area so you try and take over a section of the city to go after the big mafia boss that's controlling it but i just i just didn't feel like it did enough you know it just felt like I did nothing for those two hours because of it. And so, yeah, I was disappointed in that. And so I can kind of see where Oasis is coming from with it, because if, if that's how you, you're playing for hours on end, it's going to get boring really, really quick. I'm not going to talk much about Zen Pinball, because again, yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Siege. <laughs> Rainbow Siege, yeah, it's, it was fun, but yeah, we, we, did a, we did a clean sweep in the in an online match earlier which was nice i got the killing the, the, the winning shot as guy was sort of prone he was crawling across the across the door i'm just waiting around there and just bang as soon as he came out so that was fun nice win red dead redemption 
Red Dead Redemption I'm happy with because I cleared out Mexico today. That's done them back to the US. So it's like, I, I think I've got about another three weeks worth of streams for that. Which is nice because it's it's bringing people in. And people remember this as a really good game. And it's, it's bringing hype for Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. So you're bringing and people in, you're not keeping them out with the wall? No. No, no wall. Best wall, big wall. <laughs> big wall, best wall. It's going to be the greatest. People coming in to watch my you're game. You're making sure they're not paying for it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be paying for it in tax, don't you worry. <laughs> um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. I've been continuing that. Uh, ready for more copyright claims on our YouTube channel so we can't post them. Yeah, yeah, more copyright claims. They're, they're happening. <laughs> I'm really starting to hate this fucking game. Talk about facial expressions, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I really, really starting to hate this game. I mean, it, you can go through it quite easily by avoiding stuff, but I'm on to... It's kind of like a boss fight where you have to use the Force to pull down the Star Destroyer. Oh, that is the worst thing ever. Because at times, right? Now, when you're trying to set it up, because you're using because I'm using the controller and twin sticks to try and get it to the point where you can pull it down. Now, you only have a certain amount of time before the next wave of TIE Fighters come at you. And defeating them, making them blow up is not straightforward, is it? If you're trying to press, like, use your lightning against them or using the force to try and push them against it. And it's just... Yeah, so I'm on that bit now and I almost beat it. I almost beat it off stream. I, I had to look on YouTube to see how far close I was to it. And I was literally about two seconds away from beating it. And you, you sort of... When you see that, and you see how close you are, you go, for fuck's sake, because it's frustrating. Punisher, it's Star Wars The Force Unleashed, where you play Starkiller, and, you know, Vader's Apprentice. So, yeah, so, and also, when I'm trying to stream it, the sound keeps going weird. Every time. Every time I seem to have sorted it via, via XSplit, next week it just goes completely wrong. So I have to sit there for about 20, 10, 20 minutes just going. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> See, you say that, Punisher, that part was easy. But when it glitches out on you, and so you're you're adjusting it and it doesn't click to go to do the, the, the dual pull down on there. If you're not playing it on easy, <laughs> it can be bloody awkward because it just doesn't want to sit right. So you have to start adjusting it yourself. But it's supposed to let you know when you're supposed to start using the force to pull it towards you doesn't always bloody do that um so yeah so that i'll be glad when i've done that even though i've got the dlc to do it and hopefully the second one's better even though curtis says it isn't um finally the bit i played this week was rocket league and it was quiet this week a bit on the community event it was a bit quiet which is a shame i mean we did have myself carl from the band of games podcast and bean beanie or beanhead himself um we, we were kind of sucking. We were kind of sucking up the, you know, on, on it. We just weren't performing as well as we could do. Um, but the reason I'm, I'm mentioning it still is because on Wednesday, there's the drop zone um, mode that's dropping on Wednesday. So what I'm going to do is when it has updated and it's on there, I'm going to stream that as soon as it's out. So if people want to join us, go ahead we'll have some fun with this because what drop zone is is the ball will land on the on the opponent's side of the pitch or your side and it'll create hexag hexagons and they'll fall away so if the ball hits that part again the person score the team scores now you might think hang on how are you supposed to defend about that isn't when your cars fall for it as well it's like no no thankfully your cars don't so you're not going to be awkward trying to jump over everything to try and land on the pits that's, parts of your pitch that's still there so i'm looking forward to playing that because it looks fun and that's pretty much what i've been playing chris you've been playing mate i've been playing Binding of isaac under the gungeon league of legends borderlands 2 subnautica no man's sky Uh, on Unreal. Unreal Engine 4. I wasn't exactly playing that. It's for work. But 
Yeah. And how are you finding that? Is it okay? You're able to do the daily challenges, okay? Do they tell you what the daily challenges are like? or No, no, they don't. It's just jump in and pray to God it's not awful. Which is like every <laughs> Isaac run. It's true. You jump in and pray to God it's not awful. And more often than not, it's pretty awful. End of the Gungeon is, is similar in the fact that you have stages and rooms to go through that it's roguelike and that there are secret rooms, but it plays very, very, very differently. It feels very, very, very differently. It's a lot more bullet hell-ish. Uh, and speaking of bullet hells, we we did do our Rock and Android giveaway, and I got shout-outs from Rock and Android themselves. So a special shout-out and thanks to uh, that team for doing that. Great people. Lovely people. Uh, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back in contact with a uh, with the lead dude and see if he wants to come on for an interview sometime on here. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. And speaking of games, before we move on to shout outs, um, I'm hopefully soon gonna be playing at least one of these. Like that. Yeah. Tickets right. Yeah, the European mm-hmm. edition. Right. Then, if you don't want a European edition, you really want to be a bit more homegrown. You can go UK edition. But if you want to stay in Europe and go, but I don't, I, I like trains and I want to use them, but I don't want to play as them. I want to play as something a bit darker. You can pick up Dracula and play, or play Vampire Hunter, try and kill him. So I've got to try and play those at some point. We've got um, a session coming up next week, don't we, Chris? Yes, we do. Next week is another session of Dungeons and Dragons. Hey. Featuring myself as the Dungeon Master and uh, James as our Paladin. We have uh, Polo and Sam, who you can find her at uh, twitch.tv slash Polo and Sam, uh, playing our fighter. We have uh, Zadmar36, I don't think he streams, playing as our uh, ranger, I think. Um, <laughs> I think, he, yeah, he's the ranger. Uh, we have uh, the rower man. You can find him at, I don't remember if he's a zero in Twitch or not. Um, but the rower man, I'm going to double check to see if I have him on here. I'll just drag and drop, but he's playing our warlock. We have, uh, Ulysses, who is our, um, druid. Druid can't talk. That's our full. (laughs) (laughs) Not can't talk, but won't talk. Yeah. He's just a walking tree. That is. She. <laughs> she this is a walking tree then. Right. Uh, no, she just she just doesn't talk. <laughs> it, it's more like she, why why have long drawn out conversations when you can convey the same meanings in two words? Mm. Exactly. And then why try to use more than three words ever? <laughs> yeah, even when the message is not conveyed. <laughs> not goblin. <laughs> It's a whole series. Like, not why, why, why do I need to? It's totally a goblin. Not goblin. <laughs> Let me try and touch the book. I would try and be nice and say go away, but you know, it's like when fuck off will do. <laughs> it just, really works. just remember, not goblin goblins are very protective of their books. Yes, especially when and very fond of slapping people's hand <laughs> when they try to touch your books. Which I was trying to touch their book, and uh, it was like what a good hour, like four hours of walking with my character trying to touch the book and then slapping it away. Yep, because <laughs> my character's stubborn. <laughs> Shout out time! Shout out time! There's there's one I want to do, um, and it's to Steve McNeil and Sam Pamphlin, who they on Friday did a. 12-hour charity stream uh, for Comic Relief and it was for a game called Game Raisers and basically the, the part of Comic Relief they were raising money for was for homelessness in the UK and they raised £2,500 which is fantastic awesome. so I want to you know, give them a big massive shout out because that, that was really awesome and it was a lot of fun to just hang around with and watch the guests come in and just muck about playing games for 12 hours so yeah, big shout out to them. Um, you got any shout outs, James? Thanks for Chris for letting me join his streams. <laughs> As, we could we could say you know I get well to um, Yebia who you know who's been a little unwell over the past few days and Keith 
who is potentially going to join us on stream this weekend. But, you know, it looks like he might still be ill. So get well soon, guys. Best of health, friendos. And yeah, that's just about it. I mean, you can find us on, you know, on our usual bits. You can find me as Lad Teammate across the board. You can find Chris. You can find me at Hergleman on Twitter at uh, twitch.tv slash Hergleman and the brand spanking new because I hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. You can find me at youtube.com slash Hergleman. I got rid of the word the so everything is a little more unified. So it's youtube.com slash Hergleman, twitch.tv slash Hergleman and Twitter as at Hergleman or twitter.com slash Hergleman. I think that works too. And of course, you can find James at his usual bits. I'm Tigwibbies. Exactly. <laughs> See, there you go. You, need, you, you don't need anything complicated. It's just Tigwibbies. Hergleman, Large Team Maker. And, and Large Team Maker. You just search those, yep. you find us. That easy. Yep. <laughs> and that's the, it. I simplified the, the, the YouTube. Because now it's not like, oh, which one has a random word in it? It's, it's all the same now. It's all unified. <laughs> really proud of that and we're getting closer to be able to to get our custom url on youtube it's true we're currently 12 away yeah 12 12 away 12 away so almost there so any subs if you haven't subbed already would be greatly appreciated on that note that's it we want to thank everyone for joining in today we want to thank punisher want to thank simmer want to thank fish fingers for being in and boo who's lurking around there somewhere uh and fragmented (laughs) commentary who just subscribed Hey, fantastic. Because <laughs> my alerts are working now. Hey, awesome source. Joke's on you, that's me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Good times. So, yeah, so next week we, we're, we're looking to have a guest on the show. Um, he's been on in our past incarnation with Game Chatter. So, big guest. We'll let you know close to the time who it is. Because, you know, we don't want to give the game away too early. you just got to come and watch and that's oh, it. we don't so, do spoilers. Exactly. No spoilers. <laughs> so that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. So, guys, I want to talk to you about Horizon Zero Dawn.